Welcome to another episode of Dr. Me First. I'm your colleague in medicine and coach in life, Dr. Freaking Aaron Wiseman, and I am so excited to bring you another episode with a great colleague. This is Dr. Stacy Funt. She is a radiologist and reads in black and white but really enjoys the colors of being a health and wellness coach. She too is a fellow nature lover. She is a twin mom. That means she has twins and is their mom. And she talks today with us about authentic living, specifically what it's looked like for her to live authentically. She also mentions about a recent vulnerability attack, which is really good. because I don't know if you've had one of these before, but I love that she shares what she went through. She talks about getting out of your head and really getting into your body and what you're feeling. And she leaves a very great Mary Oliver quote, which I'm putting in the show notes for you all. So, Let's jump into this conversation and then make sure you stick around afterwards for my kick of encouragement. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Stacy Funt. It is so nice to talk with you. We were talking before the recording. I think we could talk all day, but I'm so glad to get this going. Tell the people out there who you are and what you do in the world. Thank you so much, Erin. I'm really happy to be here. My name is Stacy Fund. I'm an MD. I'm a radiologist by training, and I still do radiology part-time. And I'm also a um, national board-certified health and wellness coach and a workshop facilitator and a retreat planner. I love it. And what made you come on Dr. Me first? And well, oh, by the way, to my roles, I'm also a mom of 16-year-old boy-girl twins and a wife and, you know, all these other things. We all have so many roles. So I think you and I met on LinkedIn. You had sent me a thing about the podcast. And then I have this um, retreat coming up, this like amazing hiking spa retreat in Utah. And I sent it to you and you said, hey, come and chat with me. So I figured, okay, I'll make a new friend, you know? Yeah, because you probably saw, I love going outside and get my shoes dirty. So I am just so excited to have you here on the podcast. Let's jump into your words today. You submitted authentic living. And I know you said you didn't really know why you did it, but I think you know why. So tell us why authentic living popped when you signed up for the podcast. You know, it's funny. When I signed up, you, you know, we connected over this retreat, right? And you said, when I filled out the form, pick one or two words. And I had just put out the retreat online. And authentic living is just what came into my head automatically for a few different reasons. First of all, to me, authentic living is just living genuinely, like doing what you really, really want to do without being held back by those negative voices and those fears and the shame and the doubt and all those things that so many of us get tripped up with, right? Just like going for it. As, as my sister-in-law always says, like you be you, <laughs> you know, just being able to be you. And so that's kind of what the trip is all about, like an experience where I'm doing it with another friend of mine, another physician coach, um, Carrie McGill. She's totally awesome. And we're going to go into nature and hike Zion. And we have all these amazing, fun things planned and staying at a beautiful spot. But so I put together the website. I put it, you know, I asked Carrie to do it. And I, I did the social media. And I was so excited And I'm like, yes, like, this is what I want to do. It's all my passions rolled into one and I put it out there. And then I woke up the next morning, like I did it at night 
and I, and I felt sick to my stomach. Like, I'm not kidding. Like I felt completely sick to my stomach and I couldn't understand what was going on. I'm like, why did I feel so horrible? And I called up my husband. I'm like, I, I, I feel miserable. Like, I just want to stay in bed for like two days now. And I'm sure you know Brene Brown. Do you know Brene Brown? Yeah, absolutely. And thank God I read Brene Brown because I was able to realize that I was having a massive vulnerability attack. And that's what I was having. That like, yeah, I was living authentically. And oh my gosh, sometimes that is so scary. Because if I put out there something that I just believe so deeply in and I'm so passionate and it's really a reflection of me and who I am, well, then what if nobody likes that? Or what if right. it's not complete success, right? Like, especially those of us in medicine. I mean, come on, we're A-plus students. <laughs> all of us, we're high-achieving A-plus students. And all of a sudden, the idea that I'm trying something new and it might not work, like, that was a really, really uncomfortable few days. You know, it was. And I just thought, well, you know what? Like, this is just part of the journey. And I just, I just have to be willing to sit through this also. And you know, I feel I the feels. And, yes. And, you know, there and, even when it feels so uncomfortable. I call that the terrier barrier, like where you're like right up against it and you're just like horrified, but you're like, this is the next step to grow and get bigger. Exactly. And you just have to sit in the uncomfortableness when so many times, I don't know about you, but I just want to like push it away in the closet and be done with it and move on to the next yes. thing. But learning now, like that's part of the the journey. That's part of the growth. That's part of just the human experience of like, we feel things and we get super vulnerable and we just have to know that that's part of it as well. Exactly. exactly right. And, and, you know, and I have learned some skills to like get out of my head and into my body and I've learned different ways to manage all that, that you know, but just having that experience. And then I filled out your thing. Right. And it said, give me two words. And the only words I could think was, authentic living because you know that's what it's about like taking risks look if something's not working if something's not working and we're not living the life that we feel we were put on the planet to or that we want to it could be very scary to make a shift you know but we can live with that discomfort and continue to create and express ourselves in the world and be in the world the way that really feels true to who we are you know, so yeah, that's I, I think it's so important that you said that. And recently my best friend and fitness guru in my life, she hit me with a quote and it's just really stuck with me, but she's like, we get to pick our pain. So we can either have the pain of an unlived life in a mm -hmm. career that's not fulfilling and all the coulda, shoulda, wouldas, or we can pick the pain and the growth pains of like, living your authentic life. Cause it's not all sunshine and rainbows and daisies. Like, like you yeah. talked about that day. Thank you so much for sharing that story. Like yeah. there's icky times, but yes. just reminding yourself because of that, because of like going through the muck coming out on the other side, you got to pick that and you got to move through that. And then you get to have those amazing experiences. Like when you fill this retreat and in May, when you're hiking and doing all your amazing work. Right. right. And it's already three quarters of the way full. We just put it out. So I'm like beyond thrilled. Now I can Oh my God, you're doing amazing. Then. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm super duper excited. I'll tell you about that after, you, you know, uh, later on, but super excited. But, you know, I love that you just said a quote because, you know, I find for me, like words can be so powerful. And, you know, if we just have like a slogan or a word like mine, for me, the thing that moves me 
I'm gonna, I, I don't have it in front of me, so I may mix it up a little bit. But Just it's, butcher it. Put it yeah, out there. It. Totally butcher it. But Mary Oliver, um, tell me, what is it you will do with your one wild and precious life? Right. What Mm -hmm. what you will do with your one wild and precious life. And that just sticks with me. Like we're only here once that I know of. Right. And, you know, I I was in a time in my career when medicine was feeling horrible, like it wasn't feeling right anymore. And no one goes into medicine thinking they're going to, oh, also do something else. Like most people anyway, maybe now, maybe now it's a different culture, but especially in my generation, you're going to be a doctor. You invest an enormous amount of time and energy and passion. And, you know, if you give everything to it, you expect to have deep satisfaction from it. And you're going to be a doctor your whole life, you know, and it's Mary Oliver's quote that reminds me, like, if things just don't turn out the way you wanted or feel the way you wanted, we're we're here once, what are we going to do with it? you know, and, and, and so when I felt inspired to bring something else into my work life besides just medicine, you know, that's what gave me the courage to do that and really gave me the push to do that. So tell me a little bit more about, because we're all human and Uh we all have our baggage. I mean, we all have baggage. This is what Uh it is, but tell me a little bit more about like when you have those in your head moments, or I call them black cloud days, like the day that the black cloud just kind of settles around me and it can't seem to shake it. Mm -hmm. What are your tips to help get out of those moments? Okay. All right. So there's so many different ones and also depends for me exactly what's going on. Right. But I I have like a, a toolbox And different things work for me at different times. Or when I share this toolbox, different things resonate with different people, right? Mm -hmm. So some people struggle more with depression. I think for me, anxiety turns out to be the number one thing, right? Different, different, you know, some people it may be apathy or lack of motivation, or we all have different things, right? So for me, when I'm like just in that thinking brain, right? Because I mean, we all know it's never our experiences that matter. It's our thoughts and our feelings about those experiences that really create the whole fabric of our life, right? So when we're in like a thought storm that's creating emotions and creating these experiences that just feel horrible, for me personally, the most effective thing that I have learned is to get out of thought. Because I, it's like a, being on a hamster wheel. You can't really like talk yourself out of being in a bad place, or at least that's hard to do sometimes, right? So just get off the hamster wheel altogether and get out of thought and into physical body. So for example, I might realize, you know, it's, it's metacognition, right? First of all, just realizing, oh my gosh, I'm having all these like thoughts that are driving me crazy and making me anxious. And I'm in this like super duper excited state. And then I say, okay, where, where am I feeling that? Am I feeling a tightness in my chest. For me, sometimes it's like a pressure in my upper chest or a tightness, or it might be in my lower throat. Or if it's sadness, it might be like a heaviness. In my, like sadness and anxiety, I've come to physically realize have different sensations in my body. And I just focus on that and I just feel it. I just really get into what that feeling feels like. Sometimes it'll have a heat Sometimes it may have, for some people, as a color. For me, it doesn't usually have a color, <laughs> maybe because I read in black and white all the time, right, as a radiologist. But, um, you know, to really get in to those sensations. And then it's remarkable how the whole experience will then just dissipate and pass 
to me, that's one of the most powerful tools I have learned. I think the statistic is like a feeling or emotion only lasts somewhere between like 30 and 90 seconds. And so like letting to sit with it and seeing how like it physically manifests in your body is so important because just going back on a story for myself, just this morning, I was working on stuff, hammering away. I just was like, the black cloud was starting to descend and I was just like feeling awful. And I had to kind of do the same thing to be like, what's wrong with me? Mm -hmm. I'll be damned. It was because I hadn't had anything to eat and it was like noon and I had started with the kids at like 630 this morning. I was like, well, no wonder you feel awful, Aaron. But it wasn't until I paused to be like, what's really going on with this situation? Because the old Aaron would have just hammered through, took some Tylenol because she's starting to get a headache, chugged some water and just kept hammering away. But I think it is. It's such an important thing that our body gives us cues And for years and years and years, we've learned to ignore the cues. Uh So when at first, when you're starting to get back into your body and learn the cues, it can seem like a whole, like all the power cords and the charger, all the cords are all mixed up and you just don't even know what signals you're getting. But by slowly over time, like having that recognition, then it's like, oh, this is what's going on with me. And I understand a little bit better. And you also did something really important in your story, right? Called metacognition, right? There's a huge difference between I am so depressed and I am having really depressing thoughts. The world of difference, right? Mm -hmm. When we can just recognize what the thoughts are, then we have the power to do so many things with them. We can, we can separate from them. We can address them. Some people like to say, is it really true? Like there's so many different tools you could do with the thoughts. But the first thing is realizing they're just thoughts. They're not reality, right? So much of the time we run around believing everything we think, right? It's like gospel. And it changes all the time, right? One day you may... One day you look in the mirror, you're like, I'm the bomb. You know, the next day you're like, Ech, how could I even go outside like that? Right? Like, like, you know, so many things can change so easily. It's all just our perception, you know, exactly. and, and, our thoughts, and, and the thoughts we tell each other. So I do a lot of workshops for physicians on self-care and residents and medical students. And I used to do lifestyle medicine and now I've, I've switched it all the physician self-care. And some of my favorite things to work on is all about connecting to values and recognizing our thoughts because those are two component, two key components to me, in addition to a few others, of really living authentically. So tell us what part of the country you're in so we can go to your um, local workshops and then remind everybody again about the retreat in Utah. Sure, yes. So I live on Long Island in New York, and I do local and I do some um, national talks as well. And um, I have on my website all different topics and all different things that I do. And I'm super excited about the workshop because um, besides all these other things, I have always been a really passionate global traveler, like everywhere, off the beaten continent, every continent, you know, everywhere. And um, a big nature lover. Like I... I come back to myself in nature. That's where I feel the most at home. And that's my inspiration and a hiker. And I've been to Zion many times in Utah. And, and so um, uh, interesting thing happened. My kids, I said, I have 16 year old kids. They're now in 10th grade. Like 
the doors are closed a lot now. Like, you know, all of a sudden, like, I mean, they just need me in a very different way than they had, you know, up until now. And I, I find space is opening up and time is opening up. And my husband is always so supportive. He's always just, you know, do what you love, do what you want. And so I've decided to bring in some of my other passions into this wellness work that I do that I love so much. So I said, I'm doing it. Um, I asked a friend of mine, Carrie McGill, who is an amazing person and a yoga instructor. She's a physician and this unbelievable athlete. And we created a five-day retreat and at Red Mountain Spa. But um, they have their own hikes. We're not doing their hikes because we think there are more beautiful ones in the area. So we rented our own transportation and we'll be doing half-day hikes. And then everyone can do spa and relax in the evenings. We're going to have um, women's circles every evening. Um, Carrie's going to offer optional sunrise yoga. And, and then we'll do a full day at Zion and we'll eat dinner out you know, by Zion. And it will just be a time to just be free and escape and get to your core and really play and have fun with us moving our bodies. And we will have all different levels. Like Carrie, you know, can hike the whole Appalachian Mountain Trail probably in a week. Like she's a super duper. You know, I'm slower on the uphill, but we will have different levels and accommodate everybody's um, style, whoever wants to join us. So I think it will be super fun. If anyone can't make that, I will have future trips. They can always sign up on my website to be notified. And um, we'll have some CMEs in the future. This one's not CME. Like this is just really learning how to like lift yourself higher and brag the good and swamp the ick and just like let it all be real in Utah. You know, I love it. And your website is lifestyle-health.net. Yes, lifestyle-health.net. I'll send it We'll to get you. it in the show notes, right, everybody? <laughs> well, thank you so much, Dr. Stacy, for coming on, for speaking about authentic living, for telling us about the Utah retreat, which gets my heart just so excited. And I am just so glad we connected and that I can call you now colleague and friend. Me too, Erin. Thanks a lot for having me. It was my pleasure. again, Dr. Stacy, for coming on the podcast and sharing your heart and your message. I am so excited for your retreat and I hope that you fill all the spots. It sounds like it's going to be an absolutely wonderful occasion. And I kind of love that it's not CME accredited, that you can actually just go on a retreat and have fun. I mean, come on now. Do we have to check all the boxes to make things work? No, we can just do it for the love of it, to meet other people, to rejuvenate and renew ourselves. So good for you. I want to put a shout out if anybody hasn't been hiking recently. If you've never been hiking, if you used to hike and you haven't done it in a while, I think this would be a really great opportunity to see some amazing landscape and do it in a supportive environment with other people who love the same thing. So that's my plug for that. Get outside. Get your shoes dirty. Ready for that kick of encouragement? Well, I think it really needs to go back to Dr. Stacy's word, which is authentic living. What is your authentic living? What does it look like? What does it feel like? If I were to sprinkle you with magic unicorn dust right now and you wake up tomorrow morning and your life is truly, fully authentic and absolutely how you'd want to live, what would that look like? 
And don't just think it in your head right now. I want you to like pause the recording, get out a good old piece of paper, and write down what would my magic unicorn dust life look like. And I ask you this question because it was a question that was asked to me about six years ago. And at the moment, I had no words. I didn't even know. But after taking some time and contemplating it, I wrote out what my perfect life would be, what my ideal job would be, what I would feel like getting up in the mornings, what would I feel like going to bed at nights, how I would interact with the people in my life. And let me tell you, when you get that granular and that clear about what you want, it makes it a lot easier to make the decisions to move you towards that. So that's your challenge to sit down and write that out. If you're one of my clients that I work with, gosh, you know that I make you do this exercise all the time, right? So get your piece of paper out and see if that is still the authentic life that you want to live. Because guess what? You can change the plan at any point. You just have to start somewhere. You have to start and start making steps. And then maybe you thought, "Mm, maybe I want to do this type of medicine or I want to work like this. And you try it and you're like, "Mm, cross that off the list. Maybe not. Then you just pivot and you try something else and you keep moving forward. So that's what I want you to do. Because here's your kick of encouragement. You can have that life. And it's honestly probably not that far away from what you're already doing, already living. You need to just make some minor adjustments. And a lot of times that's coming back to what you're thinking on a daily basis. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, we couldn't do that or shouldn't do that. Mm -mm, Not anymore. We're going to really do all that word vomit, get everything out on the table. Just write it down. Whatever that desire in your heart to live most authentically is, it's not there by accident. There's definitely a reason behind it. So why not give it a try instead of pushing up against it like you have been doing? Friends, I hope this kick of encouragement helps you. Let me know if this homework helps you. I would love to see because like I said, I use it all the time. And if it's not that effective, then I need to know. And so give me some feedback on it. And also, I want you to know if you haven't connected with me yet, I'm still out here waiting to talk to all the listeners on Dr. Me First. So Let's get on a call together. Let's figure out how I can help you more, move you past the struggle that's in your life so that you can start living more authentically. And also, how we always close this up, don't forget, your life, your calling, your pulse matters.